Pulpery is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. That had the same title. Um. God damn it! <laughs> uh. I'll think about. I'll, I'll, I'll remember it in like twenty minutes. Fuck! What was the name of that? Um. You know pers- what I'm talking about? Presidio. Pers- yeah, the Presidio. Yes. Yeah. Uh, was that Nick Nolte? There was, or there someone was a, like him. There was a movie called The Pursuit. Yeah. That was the base. God damn it. It was like a, it was like a poor man's Chinatown. Exactly. <laughs> Except, it's, it, God, man, was, I don't even know how to spell Presidio. Um, oh, and I'm, I'm also thinking of another area. There's a cheese named after it. Um, Gouda. Welcome to Paul Paris Nerdcast, where we run down what we are currently watching, focus on the most interesting stories in TV, movies, and video games, and get mad about the smallest details. What I'd like you to start with, and actually it's like you don't have to give away any premise, but as you, oh sorry, here we go, as you indicated in your text, I always enjoy learning about the genius of Alex Garland. So every time I, I think about the movie Men, I think, what movie were we at? We were watching some movie and the trailer came on and we were just, I was like, meh, And then Alex Garland's name Nathan, came up and we both went, Ooh. oh. What? Have you, you still haven't watched Devs, have you? No. Is that? That's Alex Garland too. Seriously? Yeah, with with Ron Swanson. Oh, I know. Yeah, exactly what Debs. No, is. Al, yeah, Alex Garland wrote it and directed it, and two seasons. Produ- no, just one. End of story. Yeah, because that's what he fucking does. Yeah, he does closed loops. Yeah, well, he fucking closed a loop here, <laughs> and my brain still doesn't understand that loop. Well, I mean, just to so just from the trailer. Well, I, or, well, and even too, like going back and that, so here was a guy, he wrote a few books, The Beach, which is a the modern... Beach, Lord of the Flies, yeah. right? But it's I, still, but like, you've been... Read the book, don't... You've been on international travel. He has a lot in that where, like, it, it, he nails international travelers really well. He's a fucking genius. Is he British? Yes. Um, and then he did, and then his next book was a Tesseract, which was a fucking mind bender. That book is amazing. I, I highly rec- recommend yes. it to everybody. The movie, that, not so much. The movie, I was didn't pretty watch bad. it because no. I, I, I saw, heard, read, yeah. and it was terrible. And yeah. I, did, I did not want to. I don't ruin know. Yeah, the book. No, that would make a good series, but not a not a hour and a half movie. No, no. which is what uh, Amazon Prime figured out. Yeah, no, 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 sorry, Apple. Right. That did um, Anisimov's The Foundation. Asimov, yeah. Anisimov. <laughs> but uh, I like to add the extra. And then he decides to jump over to screenwriting and he does 28 Days Later, which spawns <sighs> that whole one, one of French. The, one of well, the, and starts the whole zombie craze. Pretty much. And it wasn't even a zombie movie. It was more about he nailed the... Survivalist. The scientific part of the zombie. Yeah. Before everybody else was just like, blah, blah, mind. And then Last of Us made it 
relevant today yeah. because we have parasites that but all also helps that Danny Boyle directs your first movie. So, well, you know. you know, there's that. But then he did Sunshine, which is an amazing sci-fi movie. Did I miss Sunshine? Well, he wrote it. He didn't direct it. Oh, that's a, that's exactly why yeah. I missed it. Um, yeah, and then, and then he decides, hey, you know what? I'm going to try directing. And he creates... I mean, the closest thing to a Kubrick sci-fi movie Ex since Machina? Kubrick. Yeah. Um, it is in my top five, easily in my top five, of that not horror, not sci-fi, not psychological, but... It's all three. Like, yeah, the, yeah. the Kubrick thing, yeah. right? Um, yeah, and he nails it in that movie. And it... Don't get me wrong. And that's his first time directing. There's an Oppenheimer quote in there, and I love that. Just you win off the jump from that, but the whole, yeah, everything about that. But we could spend a whole segment talking about yeah, writing the premise, all of it. Well, and it was like it was low budget. Yep. But they still won an Oscar for special effects over like big budget movies they filmed it in a what amounts to six rooms in like what like two and a half weeks or something right. like that yes like, and that's Kubrick. mind-boggling yeah that, that well, is Kubrick He's no like, Kubrick would have took taken two and a well, half years for six rooms yeah that, oh yeah yeah that, exactly. yeah a limited set yeah Kubrick would have none of those people we would not have gotten Moon Knight if Kubrick was in charge of this because he would be still filming yeah, still filming or he would have ruined his career right. don't Oscar, forget Oscar he, gave, he gave Sidney Pollock a heart attack in Eyes Wide Shut uh, um, well he also for, fucked, for a two minute scene fucked God, Shelley, Shelley Duvall Duval, yeah he completely well, I mean, he's got it, ruined he's got movie. a whole highway of like the only person that could handle him was uh, Peter Sellers and George C. Scott. Yeah, but they, that, you can't but compare it, those two to n- anybody no. else. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, but then, but then after Ex I mean, Machina, he does Nicole Kidman and Tom no, Cruise. Yeah, like he, he, yeah, yeah, yeah he he, he ended that marriage. Tom Cruise was a cuck. You're you're welcome, Nicole Kidman. Yep. Um, and then. So but after Alex that, Garland then does, which is, it's debated, but I still think Annihilation is an amazing movie. I read all oh, of the yeah, books. Yeah. Every single one of them. My sister-in-law did too, and she said the movie's amazing. It I mean, is. it's very and true it to so it. it's so hard to get those books right. to the screen. I mean, you're talking about like an amorphous, like all, alien, biological... But like all-encompassing not just like oh i'm gonna infect you and right no like it built this biodome of alien life yeah yeah all all encompass everything that mimics human beings yes like crazy and they did a really good job of the alligator human inside oh that's right oh that was terrifying the book was way more terrifying i'm sure yeah. yeah So, uh, I guess what we're saying is, this motherfucker... He's gold, Jerry. He's gold. ...finds a way... Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. God damn you. 
Okay. He finds a way to one-up himself, and men does, does not... But that, where it's like, I mean, not to keep coming back to Kubrick, but like, I think like that's where, or at least filmmakers who are like, that's what Kubrick was. He was always trying to go like, okay, how am I going to, like, it wasn't about like, oh, the audience or whatever. No, and it wasn't I mean, about the dude CGI went from like Lolita about... to Clockwork Orange right. to Shining. To, and then I, I know I'm skipping was, over ones, but you um, know. No, there was. Well, even like. As boring as Barry Lyndon is, like right. he got NASA to give him lenses so that he could shoot in candlelight, and that's why it looked the whole movie looks like a French painting. Well, we can go down the Stanley yeah. Kubrick hole forever. But that's what I say. It's like, like I mean, there's very few like Terrence Malick is kind of that way in, on Close, on the artistic but he, end, but he's kind of lost me with a couple of yeah, movies. Yeah, oh no, sure, but, yeah, yes. but like Garland, I feel like in terms of the stories that he's trying to present whether and and he doesn't seem to fall into that pitfall of like i'm trying to make it too heady nope. or i'm trying to make nope. it the, you I, know. I read an article about what he did with men and he was like i got to a conclusion that just didn't make fucking sense to me so i went with what he did which oh my christ the third act I, I, I won't touch on it because I am well, not I'll, ruining everything. I'll watch it before next week so we can so, dive into that. What I can say is... Rory, we're out of one TV show Rory after Ken, this week. Kinnear, is that his name? Kenner? Kinnear? The know. actor. This I'd guy. have to look him up. That guy. Oh, yeah. That dude's in like every BBC show. So, the one thing I will say, and it's, it's a well-known fact, is that every... Male has his face in the entire movie. Okay, that that's all I'll say. Okay. So you're saying there's a lot of symbolism and oh, it's an Alex Carlin. Yeah, I'm not. not uh, okay, I mean, come on. There's there's so much stuff. <laughs> the 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 lead. I I didn't know who she was. Jessica Buckley. She's an Irish singer and actress. This woman. Deserves. She's she's starting to pop up in some other things yes, too. Yes, yeah. she she is, and I think she did a lot of the singing and stuff in this. She's fucking fantastic, fucking because the whole movie is. Well, I mean, he took um, uh, who was the girl in Ex Machina? Um, oh, that, uh, uh, De Armas? No. Um, now you gotta make me fucking. She was in um, she was in the Tomb Raider remake, but yep. like. Like, Ex Machina was, like, her first major, like, international role. Let me find her. She, like... Oh, Alicia Vick... Yeah. Vick and... Vick and... Vick and... Vick and... yeah. Vick But, yes, he... And she was a fuck... She basically wore a but, green screen the whole movie yeah. for Ex Machina. It was just her face and a see-through host, yeah. as it were. Wh- whoever... Jesse Buckley is <laughs> this this woman this female this actor and she voices someone in one of the Star Wars TV shows oh that's cartoons. right yeah she cause she was a singer first um fucking Christ she is so good so good uh, um yeah, what I... I I will not go much further than that 
other than the 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 imagery and the allegories. Oh, that's and, right. She was in Chernobyl. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I was. She was the she was the wife of one of the fire. She was really good in Chernobyl. Yeah. Yeah. And, and was, she was nominated for something, but I don't I don't know what. But probably an Emmy or something for that. She is so good. Alex Garland. She was nominated for an Oscar. That's okay. for the Lost Daughter. I yep. haven't seen that. One. Neither have I. Um, the way he can tell a story while not telling a story, if that makes any sense. Well, I think it's like, that's where, because I would say it's like, I wanted to go back to his beginnings where like he starts as a writer, yep. like a novel, you know, yeah, a no, novelist, novelist. And then he moves into screenplays. A fiction writer. Yeah. Yeah. He moves into screenplays and then he moves into directing. So he, I mean, he knows story. This story, it, it, okay, as fucked up as it is, and I'm going to stop. As fucked up as the story is from A to B, yeah, no one else could have done it and put it all together where at the end you go, huh, huh. even though you still have questions. And that's it. Full stop. I'm done. Well, and the beauty part is, is like, knowing him, there's not a sequel. So there's not going to no, be. No, no, no. Or a prequel being like, no. oh, I get the bigger old son. Like, no, no. You're just, like Kubrick, you're just left with it. Yep. That is and it. It is like, self-contained. Why the fuck is there a gigantic space baby at the end of this? <laughs> she, just, she just, just stop. I'll stop. Okay, um, we're not gonna. Well, we may have time for Cocaine Bear. It's a beautiful movie. Well, it's just we're, okay. So, so it has no. I'm just gonna say this. It has no right being as good as it is. Well, so this, as I was watching it. So one of the first things I remember Elizabeth Banks being in was Wet Hot American Summer. And this totally spoke to me as if David Wayne and the rest of the state got a hold of like, you know, an article of like a true life story. And we're like, let's fucking go with this. And they showed real life footage. Right. Like when it was like Tom Brokaw. All of that is true. A bar or and, cocaine drop from and, the sky. And then they show the real life footage of dude falling from the sky. <laughs> and then it's the movie. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that's, uh, what, or, or what's his name? Like, uh, Jonathan Reese Myers. That's Carrie Russell's husband, by the way. Shut up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Her, or the co-stars from the Americans, they, they're together. They, they're, yeah. God, good for both but, of you. But Fuck she's got to live with a dude who has a severe Welsh accent, which is... Severe. Yeah. Um, severe. So, we won't get... But fantastic we, actor. We I haven't even... We're going to get into Perry Mason when that finishes next week, so... Wait, wait. But. I won't get... We won't do a deep dive in it, but about 18 minutes into the movie... Well, there's no two, reason to do a deep dive. It no. is just... It's, it is entertaining front to back. Again, and, 18, 20 minutes in, when two kids, one of the kids are like, yeah, it's like the coke I do on the street. And oh, they you're both, not doing it justice. Like, like, what does he say? That's not quite a middle Tennessee accent, but man, just you put a country accent on there. Like, I do coke all the time. He did. I do it with so and so. And she says, well, what do you do with it? He goes, you eat it. You eat it. 
Yes. Two preteen kids. It, the, and the whole thing with that is when she goes, knife me. Because she knew to cut into this brick of cocaine with a knife and well, eat it. I'm sorry. I mean, we're both children of the 1980s. Like, it did. It didn't. I. Mean, it, it was even in that decade where they're like, stay away from it. But it does this. Like, and and they did that at the beginning. It was right. It was like Nancy Reagan and the dude. I can't remember his name. Well, I I used to go to. We we had it was called Quest, and it was this. It was drug education. And they would tell you what it would do, like every drug would do for you. And then you. it was like, and "Don't then, do this." And it's bad for you, like. And everybody went. Well, I don't know. I'm kind of, well, I'm kind of curious about that. You know, I'm intrigued now. Where the only I, thing that, yeah, where like, do I get this? Yeah, the only thing that drew me off was the one that was like, "Well, you got to use a needle." Like, uh, I don't like needles, but everything yeah. else, well, it was like, "Don't smoke cocaine." So my biggest worry is, with the movie, though, was that with this being the late great. Ray, Ray Liotta's final one yeah. but man Sid. what a one to go Sid. out on the other thing that I learned that I wrote down here did we talk about that being Ice Cube's son no facts that's who that is facts I know I made a joke about it looking like Cam Jordan yeah he did kind of yeah but Ice Cube's son oh that would have been great though if they gave him like a classic like you know, SVU line, like, wait, are you trying to tell me? Not Ice <laughs> T, Ice, Ice Cube. Cube. Oh. Ice Cube. I got my ice mixed up. Apparently, he sorry. played, oh, well, there's a lot of them. Yeah. At least you didn't do, you know, vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, he played Cube in the Compton movie. Or yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. That's where I, oh, you're so, right. So, yeah. I, I, it, it bothered me, but yes. That's Ice Cube's son. She's so saying he's a Nepo baby. He is a Nepo baby. That's all right. But he fucking murdered it as a Nepo baby. Got his finger shot off. He did get his finger shot off. By, where is that? Rep, like, Rep, or is it Clayton or something? But oh, from um, The Wire. That dude, I love that dude. And everything. His, he, he loved his dog. Yeah. Throughout that movie. <laughs> That's all I'll say. And then was betrayed by his deputy. And he kept calling and checking on the dog. (laughs) I didn't realize how much he checked on the dog. But then it seemed like he didn't want the dog. Like he wanted a he uh, wanted a better breed. Here, because I I watched it again. He said, (laughs) "But I ordered a lab. You know, one of them active and loving dogs. (laughs) What I got was a cute dog. Yes." Well, and I will say that say this too is that um, I'm always happy to see Han Solo and other movies doing well. Yes, he got a bad rap. He did, but from he the, killed it from the from the crazy ass nerd culture. Yeah, uh, but uh, by that, but yeah, <coughs> everybody his fault. Even angry retail guy. Apparently that's how he's known. Yeah, no. I mean, I know, I know yeah. who he is. Hey, I love, I love people that speak up for jobs that I've had. How about no, no. him? He killed it. How about you go find your own? How about <laughs> I'm on break? But that was that was not Aquafina, the um, the ambulance driver during the bear chase. No, that was not. Yeah, no. Uh, but, Although I mean, 
she would have been great in that too. Yeah, it seemed like she. It seemed like that's who she was. Yeah, but it wasn't. No, it was just it was. Yeah. And again, that, does that reflect bad on us? Uh, uh, no, I think it was joke timing. Yeah. No, I were you know it just it's the way certain things get like. You think like I mean that movie. I didn't mean to get too heavy. Or, well, no, no, is it were or just real quick like that that movie. God damn it! I forgot yes! to hit mute again. That movie had a cast that it shouldn't have had. Let's Correct. just put it that way. Which again is why it had no fucking none. Yeah. No one. talk about let's talk about sorry total, total football no let's talk about rewiring rewiring your brain my therapist that is his thing he wants me to rewire <coughs> my brain hack the brain reset the operating system that well is my brain i mean we're 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 getting off on an odd tangent here, but there is medical science to show that particularly psilocybin helps you create again, new pathways. Again, which is what the my, my therapist and I talk about this all the time. Yeah, which is whether or not it's through hallucinogenics or through personal relations. That's all this Ted Lasso episode. Why do I always mispronounce it when I'm on air? The Ted Lasso episode was all about was redirecting pathways in your brain correct and there is a scientifically proven again i'm in therapy scientifically proven facts that say you can rewire your brain it's like a computer right you got this operating I system think, yeah lsd does it too yeah uh all, yeah yeah all, all, of all that, psychedelics all right, yeah. open those receptors yeah. to outside the box thinking which is what this happened what happened here <clears throat> although the first thing i'm gonna say is and everybody's gonna be like whoa but beard said it was a bad batch to him was it well to him to a seasoned veteran sure but to a, a rookie novice who's never had it thank you yeah uh, who thought about it and thought about it and thought about it and needed well, just, I mean, like, just like the team between you and me we we well, let's just we'll be pc about it we've had enough life experience correct that you know that like there i mean there there's been times i've i've done something for the first time in a group where they are veterans of it and they're like man i'm not i don't know what's going on and i'm going like what the and, yeah. and then the opposite and then it works yeah. in the opposite yeah. where I've been the guy going eh, and there's been the, the kid going oh, yeah what? what what we're saying is there is scientifically proven yeah. what, so has it been proven well so that was my all right 
The military's known for years. I'm a military <laughs> child. And Just saying. Someone it, in your family knows all the secrets, but uh, it. That's why they perfect. shut Timothy Leary down. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, anyway. There's, there's a reason that it was Timothy Leary, Timothy Leary, Timothy Leary. Hard stop. Yeah. People don't realize that. Well, and right. I'm sorry, I digress. Yeah, I know. So Ted Lasso is all about um, not changing just pathways him. in your brain. No, correct. Yeah, right, yeah. It, it was natural or natural or otherwise. Or, yeah. Yeah. Like thinking of things differently, good or bad. The team went through that in, whoops, I think it was 43 minutes. They went through every single stage, for lack of a better term, yeah. of trying to figure out where the group as a whole needed to be. Whether it was two hours away at a rave or the sex clubs or whether it was eating dutch food or french food or whether it was staying in and watching netflix yeah or all of this shit having a monumental pillow pillow fight fight. which they they stopped so my thing was after like the second drink they were all like no we're fine we don't need a drink we're figuring where we need to go it was like everybody's pre-game ritual right you hang out with your friends where you get a couple of drinks and then if you have more than four people you are going to be there oh god yeah. longer than you need to be well okay. i mean well, that's whether where, it's yeah. family or friends or it doesn't matter work like trying to get more than four people on Into the that, same page colin had i that dude got out right at the perfect time like yeah. once he saw it was like either something he didn't want to do, nope. which is like that's he, the he, he looked for his opportunity and then dipped. And he was in the perfect place for it. I had yep. the pickled herring. Yep. Uh, yep. You, you, he dipped. He didn't. It's that, he didn't like, do the Irish goodbye. He said goodbye. Yeah. He gave his reasoning for the goodbye. Well, if you've ever dipped. had pickled herring, unless you're used to like, it, I don't like pickles. I know you don't. or pickled anything. You can pickle these nuts. In that your makes mouth. me doubt our friendship a little bit, but that's all right. Fuck a pickle. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Me. I love me a pickle, but Colin, um, on the other hand, well, we're, no, wait, 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 like stay with the team because okay. there's so many disparate stories. Uh, here. There is there, is, but it so, all it, it all emanates from the team, and this the but, trigger was them losing another match, right? oh, yeah. and not being Bad. on the same page. And like two Ajax, by the uh, way, bicker in a friendly, <laughs> yeah. right? That that Zava didn't play, so like it was just a shit show all but around. I, I, or it's like I still love the interview afterwards. A, you have the Dutch player who is brutally honest, like, oh, we were like we lost faith before the game, right? And then they asked Roy about it, and Roy goes like, it's a fucking friendly. It's a made-up game. This is a made-up conversation. We're not having it right now. So we're already on like another plane. And of Ted exist. didn't understand <laughs> that it was a friendly, right? Yeah, no, he's like, oh, this. Well, he didn't know that they called an exhibition a friendly, right? And he, he was, was just like, man, I hate this sport. <laughs> but then even Roy like shrugs his shoulders in agreement, like, yeah, funny, like <laughs> exactly because, and that's the uh, the yin and the yang between Roy and Ted, right? Which Jamie, they both love and hate. 
this, which yeah. Jamie is going to bring out and then oh man because when when it's so, so yeah we're, go we're ahead. so two things with the team one McAdoo when he gets up and screams at first I was like a like what lines is he doing from like what movie or what play and when I went back and rewatched it this time with closed captioning and it's it's all over I, the place I have to watch it with closed captioning but yeah first, first round and uh but like God, his his desperation is is so beautiful. Well, he, and, and he steps it up. Like yeah. At first, it's like descent, yeah. right? Like, well, okay, it's because guys. they finally make the decision to go to the club, right? Which is two, two hours, two hours away. away. And Sam does that beautifully. Like, oh, you know, his completely inconvenient, plan. like not meaning it, just. Yeah. I'm gonna throw it out there because yeah. and and it's like bait in a school of fish, right? He just needs one of them to bite. Yeah. And and then that person goes, Fuck man, Sam Sam really knows what's up. And right. it happened to be McAdoo this, this time. Right. Like he went. Well, it also okay. helped that the that the Dutch servers and their explanation of the sex shows, like yes, they're exhausted, and you're going like, yeah, like I, I I've mean, been there. I I have I, not. I, but, I get the knocking yeah. on the window, but like baggy eyes. But yeah, I mean, and, you think like and white man, you're with your family. You want to come do that? No. But you're going like, they do that all day. It's you know. That's their job. Yeah. It's like a fucking call center. Well, and I'm I'm a little bit surprised in the writers' room somebody didn't have. To throw back a, a Van Damme or a Zorro, be going like, you want to watch a sex show? Go to your room and pull up Pornhub on your fucking computer. What like, do they call you? Well, uh, what's your name? Well, they call me Van Damme. Is he American? <laughs> no, he's a uh, uh, French Canadian. Okay, because his Remember, accent is a poutine. little. Poutine. Remember, his whole thing was poutine. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't place it because. And it's Zorro. <laughs> I knew it was Zorro. But so, but that they took a season one line and they waited till season, where were we at three? Four. No, no, no. Let's three. See. Yeah, we're on three. Relegated, promoted, yeah. season three. Yes. So they finally, so when they're in the, or it was the Everton game. When he meets Sassy for the first time. Yes. And he's like, and he's like, do y'all want to do movie night or have a pillow fight? And they're like, movie night. And they're like, and he's like, man, when y'all decide to do the pillow fight, it's going to be let amazing. Me know. Right. And when they do it, it is. And it's, and like, but it's also, it's, I would think it's also a fight club reference. Like sometimes to get, to get that je ne sais quoi out of the way you gotta you, you gotta, gotta fight your and what better way with said, a pillow so nobody gets injured you just right. beat the anybody fuck out of somebody brothers who are close or sisters or yeah. siblings who are close know that that there is no arguing or bickering that pushing and shoving and putting <laughs> headlocks and <laughs> punching and throwing things it's, sometimes a you gotta do it with the parents too. Sometimes right. so. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you have to go scorched earth <laughs> or toe to, to toe to to yeah. get to where you need to be. Yeah. And I I appreciate the 
baby steps. My my therapist would call that baby aspirin. You're not really doing it. I love it. Like, I love it that you're getting what about Bob? Yeah, it's in just your therapy. Ba- baby, baby aspirin, steps, yeah. baby steps, just baby aspirin. I'm like, sailing. I'm when, sailing. When you really need is like a Vicodin. Yeah. And not just baby aspirin. You should just take this to fit. You know, or maybe so. something else, but we're going to get to that in a right. minute. No, no, we will. So I, I get it. And, and we haven't gotten. Well, speaking of getting something out of the way, let's jump to Rebecca. God damn it. That's what I was just about to say. We haven't even gotten to and the, Rebecca. And the Dutchman with the amazing houseboat. Okay. I've, I've been to Amsterdam. And I have witnessed the canals and the boats and the red light district and all of the other shit that there is to acknowledge in Amsterdam. And her ending up after falling off a fucking bridge into a canal at this cat's place. Listening to the Dutch version of a Kenny Rogers hit song. Exactly. With a beautiful... And then him going, oh no, no, I leave... You do what you need to do. That is, that's what she needed. Yeah. Just like Keely, and we don't see it, but everybody told her like, it's all good. Well, you go with Jack, and then she was not not. Well, let's seen. put it. Yeah, let's put it succinctly in a roundabout way. They both, they both got what they needed. Well, not just both. Everybody. No, no, no. But what I'm saying, where it's like, but like Keely, she got she and got Rebecca. The, she got the vacation that yeah. she needed away from the stress of her job, and she got to go with Jack. And nobody knows what the fuck happened there. Oh, Good, we know. bad, and different. We know. We well, know what happened. She again. She got what she needed. Emotionally, physically, whatever but, that might be. But but did she? Well, or, well, we'll find out. Yeah, well, yeah, we will find uh, out. More about than that, likely. Yes, she but got, like she, she, she got that itch scratched. Yeah, exactly. We're in, we're, and that's what happened with Rebecca. Even though she was putting it off, but like, and then at, at the end, like, what I did enjoy about that is it was a responsible adult one night stand. Yes, they didn't even know each other's names. No, <laughs> no, and and they she didn't know if they. Cross the line. Oh, she did. They just didn't want to, you know, they didn't, yeah. Which is where I was headed. It's like a sting thing. Like, there's no nod of the nose. Or like the Carol Burnett. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to tug on my ear because I I know. um, Yeah, we don't say it, but we know it. I mean, which is why she was singing Bob Marley at the end. And and real quickly. Oh my God. God damn it. That was terrible. Like you knocked over like tons of shit. Um, Real quickly (laughs) before we move on. There is nothing worse than white people singing reggae. I'm sorry. Facts. Cannot. Facts. Cannot be justified even in the Hague. Even. Never. In the Hague. So speaking of Hague, when I was in high school, (laughs) my senior year, like there was the debate club but they went to the Hague for their uh, competition for not consistent listeners you spent your high school years in Diemenschaft Germany Correct. yeah I did yeah I did. 
So that's why you get to do mock trial in the fucking Hague. Correct. <laughs> Literally. Well, and we forgot. It's like one of the dudes is like, let's go to the world court and ask questions. <laughs> that's why I said that. And people were like, what's the Hague? It's another place of Amsterdam. It's like, you know. No, it's where you can try somebody in absentia. Like, exactly. There are no legal rules other nope. than justice. <laughs> the Hague. And it's not... A thing. It's a place. Anyway, we're we're bringing up. Okay. We have two huge things to get. Ah, fuck it. We're we'll we'll probably get to one and then we'll have to move on to the other one. Which one do you? We're let's do Roy. Yeah, we're gonna. Oh wait, we even forgot about. We'll save Ted. No, no, no. We're gonna have to do the whole second half on this. We forgot about um, Kit Boy. (gasps) The jazz. (laughs) Yeah. We forgot about Jack. Which, thank you, Ted Lasso, for just planning in some people's minds Chet Baker. When he kept saying, He's going to make him a man. We're going to go to the Red District. I'm going to make you a man. My father never said it like that, but I know several times, like when we went to jazz shows, like whether it was like going to see like Joe Henderson or when we went to see Wint Marsalis. That's or why. stuff like that. It was like, oh, like he's he's gonna learn today, you know. It that was idea. it was a uh... yeah. You're thinking sex the whole time. No, 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 no. This this was a uh, This was like postmaster's thesis. Yeah, like, we need to go see this. In this particular area. Or just be, yeah, just be in this type of a jazz club Correct. in this neighborhood. At this point. Yeah. And then. With these fancy drinks. The script <laughs> flipping to where, like, yes, he knows he plays classical jazz and him getting up on stage and Kit Boy. What is his fucking name? Uh, see, I knew it and then you. I, just, him. I call him Kit Boy. That's I mean that's well you know what's funny his character's last name is Kit Boy because <laughs> it was like the last time I looked at it. So, well, I guess what we're saying is all of the people that needed to have the uh, well, no, where we're so the cleanse. Yeah, so um, so Leslie gets to get up on stage and. Tears up ass on base. Of course he does. To where that's you know, what he's been doing. That's to that. where, but no, but to where like the Dutch quartet is like, ooh man. His like, yes, his whole life has been leading to that at that particular club. Yeah. To this point. So so and he go ahead. The where so his his partner in crime that night is Will, <gasps> but the character's name is Will Kitman. Okay, Will. And so he has, he's got the best like Monty Python-esque scene in that where following morning he's like, oh, I was at this jazz club and and my boss got up and played bass and it was great. Like, hold on, mom. And then that's when Piggy Stardust shows up, which... Which we will no, get to, but it it wasn't just he was, he showed up and he and Ted he spoke went. Dutch, yeah. Piggy star, yeah, right. But so and I can't remember what what Beard's response was. Well, no, we're, we're 
we're gonna get to that but so after beer gets on the bus will continues his phone call with his mother and he's like If you need a change in your condiments, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need. So stop using the same old boring condiments and boss up. Well, so we finally get... Hang on, let me write down the time real fast. It was that time. So we, you know, everybody... I guess the way that they set it up was like Trent Krem was going to expose correct the team or whatever well, because they've been yeah. building that and all the hate and the right yeah boy can't be like he's okay but that's the thing is that like yeah I think or you know from day one it was like Trent Krem was supposed to be this opposition the, the outsider and then at every level he gets turned by the team. And then, and then right. here, like here, he, here, you finally have a personal aspect of Trent Krem's life. That well, that, that's Trent Krem's uh, arc the whole way. Like, right. He was against Ted Lasso. He was against Ted, against Ted, and then he spent that evening with him. Well, and that's what the conversation between him and Roy was. Right. Was like, oh, that's how I thought. And like now, you're going like, well, maybe he's he's actually like. As we thought, he bought into Ted's thing. Just and like everybody like, else in his orbit. The whole book is going to be about how this guy or how this team is a model. Like, they may not win, but no. they're like they're really good. But, I'm, but I'm, they're, yeah. they are, they We're getting are, ahead of ourselves, but no, yeah. No, but that's ultimately what the show is about, right? It's about yeah. faults with everybody, but ultimately... Ted, but yeah, when being grounded, when Colin, as it were, I'm sorry, I'm 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 pushing forward. <laughs> have at it. But when Colin leaves because of the pickled herring, and yes. Trent follows He's like, him, oh, this is yeah. my way. I gotta bounce. And what was the name of the club? What? Oh, the prick. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Beautiful. Um, and he works his way in, and yeah. Trent works his way in, and and he's got his like this whole aesthetic changes, right? Yeah. Not Colin is Colin, right? He goes to the club, blah blah blah. But Trent, it's like he sheds all of that, like the coat and the glasses and the or the journalistic, you know, right? Yeah, and, and entry. He, he, he strips down to on Trent. I know what's up, Colin. Right. I, I figured it out well, and it long was like, ago. Like, like I'm not I'm not trying to fuck you over. No, it is. I'm actually trying to be your Jedi Master. You're my Padawan. Exactly. Here. Like, it, yeah. it was the... Uh, what is my therapist called? The, uh, the... The sense... The fight or flight right, thing, yeah. as it were. Like, this is the threat. I can deal with the threat. And this is how I'll... Move well, forward, and yeah, and and Trent diffused it really quickly, immediately, and 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 that was like for the audience, it was as surprising as it was to Colin, and that going like, not that it was like completely out of left field, no, no, but no, no, you're no. going like, oh, like more from the journalistic standpoint, like oh, you're not trying to fuck this dude over, correct? You're actually like oh, like I get what I get what you're going through to a certain Trent aspect. Yeah, has evolved from the 
vicious tabloid right tabloid guy i'm going to write what i see and i'm going to exaggerate the negatives right and this like you're programmed to think that that's how trent is going to act and then he gets there and they actually have the conversation he's like you know chill out yeah that's all good i get it i knew it you're cool and then it took upon uh i mean there's there's several stages to that but it it took upon the second rewatching. so when they're just having beers out in front of the cathedral and trent sharing his story about coming out to his wife and his daughter and how it's much better for him and but completely and then, right and he's completely healthy but then mentally. does an amazing thing and like turns to colin and goes like i can't imagine what that's like for you which is all and colin goes into this like whoever wrote that sequence probably brett goldstein yeah <laughs> i mean just someone but i mean it, it like the way that they painted that of just you know the basic idea of equality and right. you know blah 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 but uh, yeah i mean and you go going and and like we were saying before we ran into this is like i i would think that's a setup for one either a moment in the final episode or the second to last episode or something where like yes. collins collins going to because of sharon because of therapist Sharon if, if we who got him on well, the path to and, understanding and, that he is a and they a wonderful and great man yeah we all knew about it in season two but he the callbacks yeah because even Ted has called back to her um but even remember yes. like when like the bells rang and Trent goes like and Frank heard those and Colin goes like oh you mean over by the tr- the uh, pink triangle now of course like we haven't gone into Ted's thing there, but like that's like triangles are all over this fucking episode. Which I was waiting because that's where we need to be. Like that's the end all be all. Well, but, and we'll finish with Roy. So and Jamie because that's the will. most important one. Wait, well, of course it is. But yes, all of this is leading up, and you know Ted's doing his walkabout, and yeah, okay, after fuck it, we'll start it. His uh, or uh, his shaman left him. <laughs> so he and Beard were going to after the team decided, or after Ted told the team, like no curfew in Amsterdam. It. We've got a night off. Do what the fuck you want. Just be back at the bus, right? Which is the equivalent to the B, uh, BC Boy song "No Sleep Till Brooklyn." Correct. Yeah, and they were no sleep till Richmond. <laughs> um. Nice. Well yeah, done. I think so. I've been saving that all year. Um, so everybody gets their thing. You get your, your pillow fight, which is the culmination of the team. They need to get together. And you get... Rebecca gets some strange... And, and she figures out that, like, okay. Yeah. Part of me is Keely subconsciously had something to do with that. Because Rebecca was like, eh, normal Rebecca yeah. would be like... Fuck this! I'm not doing it. Or be hung up on Rupert or whatever. Right, yeah. right. Or just like I'm, I'm a football owner. Like I can't do this. And then she just leaned into it. And Ted well, was reluctant. Thank. You. That's a good word. Re- yeah. Was reluctant to lean into it, even though Beard was like, 
Come on, man. Yeah, tea wasn't the problem. No, it was his head. Again, my therapist tells me this all the time. Yeah, the barriers you put up for yourself. That is called anticipatory anxiety. There you go. You just got to fucking... So Beard's like, fuck it. I'm bouncing. And then Ted... Well, with alone with Ted's permission, yeah, right. But then but he goes on. He goes on a fascinating journey. His walkabout. Well, but that's also aided by some interesting figures. Like, yeah. so he ends up at the Van Gogh Museum, and that guy just gives and, him. And I've been there, and it's fucking beautiful. And yeah, you know what he says. But I did want you? You to have this. But did you have a a Dutchman behind you? No narrating the entire nope, I was, creative process of I, I was worried about how hot it was <laughs> and finding an air conditioning although the museum <laughs> the museum had ac but at that mm-hmm. point i was just like i need to cool off yeah and i may may have smoked a little too much yeah that was like not- when i was in uh florence and we went into a dolly museum <sighs> Yeah, there you go. That's what happens, kids. Yeah. So, but it, it, it was just teased. Like, it was, it didn't beat you over the head, which is my favorite thing about this show. Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like, it, it's not going to hammer the point. It's not going to beat you over the head. It's not going to point you in a direction. It's not on rails, as it were. This is just, these are the themes, and Ted needs to take this journey. Well, and again, like, so the... The Van Gogh Museum was important because it was like, look, like Van Gogh failed time and time and time. Numerous and times. Yeah. Until he and was actually, dead. Yeah. And then it wasn't until afterwards that we were like, oh, this guy was doing crazy ass shit. And it was amazing. And um, and then that leads him to. Which is just all about him telling Ted, like, you're good. Yeah. Just figure it out but he's where and then and then now he's trying to now he's on the journey of what do i need to figure out exactly and i i i always love that it's like i remember um when i was living in new york and uh my cousin who's from down here too he was up there at the same time and there were a couple of restaurants that opened up and they were like Cajun restaurants. And we're like, oh, okay, well, God. we got to go and see this shit. That's the wrong thing you do. And there was like, we went to like Britney Spears's restaurant and it was like God awful. Spoiler but alert. We went out to this Cajun random restaurant. place in Queens that had gumbo and a beat of beer. And it was actually pretty good. But I mean, it wasn't like uh, down no, here. No, I get it. Yeah. But like that thing of like when you're in. A different area and you're like oh they're doing what they think and like that whole sequence when he goes so, up to the host and he's like do you want to sit here 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 there and he's like well tell roxy i'm coming like and it's like uh what and he's like i'm gonna go to I'll, I'll 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 have a seat in chicago and they're like and there's that long pause he's like the windy city <laughs> like like, the oh, guy went, yeah, because they were all Americans. Well, sorry, they weren't Americans. 
They were pretending, yeah. It was an American restaurant. Which there was is an Australian with a country accent, which, which was is what beautiful. he told Beard. He was yeah. like, oh, what do we go here? And he found it, and he was like, I'm going to go here because it's familiar. And then realized that this isn't familiar at all. It's fucking foreigners. But it was... And that's... That, but in that the end, it was the familiarity that right. brought him to his... Re- Relevatory point in that in that also too it was a, I remember it it was the triangle but it was also constant remember like they brought him the barbecue sauce from his favorite restaurant yep and then that's when and, and granted it was an implanted audio Marv Albert never said that during a Bulls basketball no he game did not about the triangle system but if never. you watch but if you watch the um, last dance there's an episode they go into that because of Phil Jackson. About I've, the triangle. I've been talking about triangles yeah. for ever. As, as, yeah, like as long as I've known you and we've been talking soccer. It yeah. seems like ages. But like it's all about triangles. I will say this is that that because of this episode, it was like, oh my god, like I never equated basketball triangles with soccer triangles. No, it's all about and then when they go... Getting the extra... Uh, I'm not going to go down a fucking tactics no, but yeah. wormhole. But we got about one minute to do it. So. Tri- okay, so triangles are all about getting the guy, a, one human being, open. Well, if or, you have the ball, you no, always or, have two humans to pass it. I know, no, where it's like, but... The Americanized version is, is the bull's runs. Correct. Is that that's how you know, like, that's on a smaller space, but that's how it's supposed to work. Fluid. If one person moves, another person shifts behind. Fluid. Yeah. Fluid. So you're always, there's never any gap. Constant motion. Well, and like what we've talked about and what Ted Lasso has been doing this season. So they started with the, like, the uh, 244. Yep. Which is rigid. Or the other, or, or 442. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm sorry. sorry. I went the other way. No, you're right. No. You're right to be a dick about it. No, you're right. I should be. I should know by this point. Um, I mean, I'm I'm just now starting to call it a pitch and, you know, calling them matches and stuff like that. Yeah, touch. It's in the touch. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. I spend way too much time around the game of football. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and whatever. That's a whole other conversation. But, we got um, a few minutes left. We got. But it's not. It's not absent from American sports. No. And that's what the. And that's what I love that they use the Phil Jackson Bulls for. Is that it's been done. It's been shown on a smaller scale. And I'm sure. I'm sure we could go back to some hockey coaches' technical play where <coughs> well, you got you got a dent. Like a defenseman running up. The, way, the way. premise is instead of having one outlet, yeah, you have two. Two, yeah. You're not boxed into. I need to pass it here or work to this direction. And like you said, like that's the birth of what the soccer world knows, uh, our football world knows, is tiki taka. Fo- total football. Yeah. Johan Cruyff. Yeah. And he was the manager of Barcelona, and then Pep. The people behind Johan. Pep was his disciple, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, and all of those guys. Cruyff. Thereafter, Cruyff. Cruyff <laughs> invented total football, which is the fluid movement of right. triangles. To where you're like, 
your your striker could be a defenseman and your defenseman could be a striker if so it's needed. Like, it's, if like, needed. it's like chess, yeah. right? I'm not moving a piece unless I know he is defended, which is the key to chess. Well, there's a billion, Other things, there's yeah. a billion layers, yeah. but it is always about defending your offensive maneuver. Right. That, that's it. Like just having cover. It's it's the same thing. Like it's, there was, it's all the same thing. There was a satisfaction in that final scene where Ted thinks he came up with something brand new. But then but then that that idea knowing that he had tapped in which also goes back to the hallucinogenics, like you tapped into this, you know, ethereal knowledge. Correct. And he did get pissed by it. And then oh. and then when he goes like to Beard, hey, should we try this? Yes. <laughs> and, and Beard went, they call it total football. football yeah. But Beard had no fucking clue that, that Ted knew about that it. A to Z, that's where Ted was going to end up. Yeah. No, he just. He's, he's figured out the game. He, he basically said whether it worked or didn't. Well, good or bad. I will say this is that like pushed him in the right direction. From like a personal reference, from when we first met, and it was like baseball and American football, and then you know like hey, you know you thought about you know blah, blah. and and then we started talking about well, it's like well I'm not going to get into Italian league or whatever it's like but we started talking about hey should we follow Premier League or whatever. And, you know, I'm going like, ah. I mean, thankfully COVID hit. <laughs> but, and then now it's like. You know like, what else hit? A, a Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. And, the, yeah, countless documentaries. But. Um, and then. But the, anyway, take yeah. Take the ball past the ball. Yeah. And like. Well, you know, I do. I'm the same as you now. It's like all I can see is. Like, I, I've been like, I can't see it on a baseball. Nope. Because you can't. Because it's a diamond, it's but static. there's still something there. But before we run out of time, Roy and Jamie. Okay, here we go. This, this, yeah, was Jamie finally figuring out that Roy needs this to fulfill him himself as he he is living through Jamie, right? And Jamie needed it too. Which is why he's been training Jamie and assists and he, we get up in the morning and we work out and we and Jamie figured it out that you know what? I'm gonna use this to my advantage to show Roy that it's not all fuck. <laughs> there are nuances. Beautiful thing. There's windmills out there. Correct. <laughs> You know, and, and there was there were so many bumps along the road. It was like I'm going to teach you how to ride a bike. Which oh, that was in beautiful. and of itself. I could spend 16 yeah. hours on, but the end goal was the same thing with Ted learning triangles or whatever it is. Well, also we're we're also seeing Jamie becoming Say it. a Say it. a good person. <laughs> Yes. He's no longer a douche. Nope. He figured it out. 
Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>